welcome back to Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson, and we'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode. We always appreciate when you guys tune in. And as usual, we're sponsored by Rube's Brews. Please give them a shout on Instagram and or Facebook. I know they have a couple new beers for the uh, winter season. Getting a little bit colder out there. You need some uh, warmer beers, and Rube's has got you covered. So please go ahead and check them out. Um, well, we have something, and I mean, I, I am going to call this a special episode. I know there's people that... Uh, within my organization, <clears throat> Matt Taylor, that say, Adam, they're not all special episodes, but this one is a special episode. And there's a few different reasons. One of those being, I have two of my, I would call very good friends on, uh, on the podcast tonight. They have both been on the podcast before, but we're going to switch it up a little bit. I know that a lot of the times I'm, I'm here and I'm talking to other people in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, the, the, the hockey community, and it's usually their first episode, and we're going through all these things. But today, we're going to switch it up. We got the Hot Wing Challenge. I don't know if uh, Hot Ones is uh, copyrighted or not. This is not a brand new idea. This is something that I stole from somebody else. Um, but anyway, we're going to do a Hot Ones episode. I have two guests here tonight. They are two of my favorite people. Um, and I will get in before. I know that uh, everybody's waiting for me to introduce these people. But I got one more thing to say. A lot of the times when I have people on for the first time and they have their own episode, I really want to find a reason to have them back on the show. So what I've done is I've created this Hot Ones episode really just as a ploy to get two of my favorite past guests on the show. And uh, so today I have in front of me, I have Russ Lusk. This is where you think. And I have Andrew Palmer. <laughs> hey, thank you. Hey, um, I'm really glad that you guys came on the show. Um, it was a little bit of a last minute deal, uh, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but I had this kind of in like my back pocket. I always talk about this, uh, this list that I have and these episodes that I want to do. And if anybody's listened to your previous episodes, you will remember that at the end of both of your episodes, we ate these, uh, and this is all Russ's fault, uh, we ate these, uh, these Pocky hot ghost pepper chips. They were very, very spicy, but it added a little bit of like a, it kind of threw a, a wrench into the whole uh, mechanics that is the face-off spot, and it ended up being really fun. Uh, so we did the same thing with Andrew Palmer when he came on. Um, so I kind of had it in my back pocket. I'm like, okay, these two guys are friends. We're all close friends, and uh, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to do the hot ones. So I'm going to go ahead and give everybody that's listening, I'm going to give you the, the rules or like how we're going to go about doing this. So uh, we're about two minutes into this podcast here. Uh, we are going to take, uh, we got some uh, wings from Wingstop. We got the hot first off. That's the lowest tier. We have three different tiers here. Uh, we have the hot, and then we have the uh, mango habanero as, as the middle one. And then we have the atomic, which is the, uh, according to the menu, the hottest uh, out of the three, the hottest that you could possibly order. Um, and so we will be eating one wing every 10 minutes. So uh, we're getting ready to eat. And we're just starting off very slow, very basic. But we're going to start off with just the, 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 basic, uh, the basic hot wing. Are you guys prepared? I, I feel prepared. There's been some preparation. Russ has brought milk. He's brought two different types of milk. Um, he <laughs> brought a different type of milk for Palmer. I, I wanted whole milk. Okay. Okay. So, so Palmer went with the whole milk. Is that a, is that two percent that you have over there, Russ? I'm a two percenter. So, so we got a two percenter, and uh, I guess I'm just trying to. I'm not trying to be tough or anything, but I just I have a beer in front of me, just normal <laughs> beer, no milk here. But I have a feeling that I'm gonna really regret it, and I'm probably gonna try and give you guys money in order to have a sip of that milk. But that was the play the whole time. Uh, but anyway, uh, boys, I feel like it's time. Um, this is just a regular hot wing. Uh, this is uh, obviously above their mild and above their medium, uh, but this is the Wingstop 
hot wing. Are you guys prepared? Yep. All right. Let's, let's, let's dive in. Uh, yeah, we should cheers. Uh, Cheers, little, cheers little, to the wing. I got the flat. And uh, Palmer actually has added more sauce on top of these. So these are dressed. These are dressed. They didn't look extra saucy, so I took what was in the tray oh. and served it up on top. Okay. Uh-huh. You're going to start off with. Kind of setting a base, if you will. Mm-hmm. Not oh. too bad. Well, Tickles a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt that I'm super hungry right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be able to put like a... A ghost pepper in front of me, I might eat it. Well, I was thinking about doing that. Right, the, this whole thing has just been me trying to deceive you, <laughs> deceive and trick both of you guys. <laughs> I was like, maybe I, I knew it. <laughs> may, may, see, because the thing, what I've done here is I've actually gotten you guys to a uh, come on the podcast. I mean, I'm hoping that you guys want to be on the podcast, but you also uh, technically brought me food. <laughs> so at the, at, the, at the end of the day, uh, I have uh, time to hang out with my good friends. I get to eat these hot wings, and then uh, you know. Uh, we're just going to move on from here. But uh, this is going to be a fairly normal uh, episode. I do want to talk to you guys about uh, what you currently have going on because I just miss you guys and haven't got to talk to you in a long time. But uh, I do want to start off with Russ because, uh, Russ, you've had a, uh, a large uh, life-changing uh, event. Is that what you call getting married is, a life-changing event? Um, yeah, I mean, we've been together little, you know, a little around six years, but I'm engaged for almost two and a half because of COVID. Yeah. We were supposed to get married last year um, at Martha's Vineyard in October. Mm-hmm. Not to sound hoity-toity or anything like that, but um, that's where she wanted to get married. And, and um, you know, she gets what she wants. She's friggin' amazing. So well, so you've already learned something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, needless to say, about two weeks ago, uh, we actually ended up finally getting married on Martha's Vineyard. And it was absolutely incredible. Um, at one point of the night, I remember holding her um, while we were just dancing at, at the after party at, mm-hmm. at the club, and um, and I just looked at her and I was like, I, I feel like I'm in a fairy tale right now. Yeah. And I don't want to sound cheesy or anything. No, like no, no, that, no. But it, is... Honestly, I felt like I felt like a high school kid again. Yeah. And it was friggin' awesome. Yeah. yeah. But there, and I don't know if you get this question at all, Russ. And uh, I've never been married, but um, is it one of those things? Do you feel any differently after uh, getting the government involved and signing the papers and doing all the things? Yeah. You know, it's funny you asked that, dude, because earlier today we actually got our official wedding certificate. Yeah, it's on paper. And it's on paper from the state of Massachusetts. And the funny thing that, uh, that Tiffany, my wife, pointed out was uh, number of marriages yes. is actually on the certificate. Oh, wow. And mine said three. Yeah. And hers said one. Yes. If we just added, if we actually added a person in, into the equation and yeah. they only had one marriage, we would technically be 311. Right. Like 311. Yeah. Sorry, that's just a shameless plug. No, that's fine. But, um, yeah, no, you, yeah. no, but anyway, so my whole joke is, is that I thought, I thought it was crazy that they had my previous marriages listed on our wedding certificate. Yeah. Or it's like, was well, it a warning? Third time's the charm for the one that you're with now. Absolutely, dude. That's well, well said. But, well, and, he, and, and here's the thing. And so I can do this just kind of broadly without throwing any of my friends under the bus. But I have, you know, had some friends that uh, I think that they, they were in a rush. Everybody's really excited to like become an adult. So like, you know, when you're like 22 or 23, you're like, oh man, I got this all figured out. Like, I don't, like, I'm definitely not going to change at all. Nothing about me could possibly change from this age. And then you grow and you get a little bit older. And then you kind of, you know, um, you kind of uh, grow out of some of those stages. So yep. I've always kind of found, and this, is, this isn't with everybody, but um, sometimes a little bit later on, people can kind of usually 
Uh, you're more set in your ways, and you kind of know what you want, and you know who you want and who you want to be with. No, I'm not, that's 100%, bro. Like, honestly, um, that's actually very wise of you to say that. No. For your younger years, yeah, than me, yeah. But Every once in a while, it's something wise, and if you give me <laughs> if you give me a minute, it'll be something stupid. Yeah, well, so. I'm just saying, <laughs> no, no, that, no, honestly, that, that was that was actually really cool. Um, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, the things that we go through, the experiences that we go through, they kind of eventually, hopefully, end up shaping who we are. Yeah. And maturity and things like that. And I always thought I needed a certain thing, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go too deep into it, but it, it was really kind of like I wanted to rescue people. Right. Yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. to be their knight in shining armor. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it ends up being your downfall because oh, yeah. you become um, less concerned with yourself and more concerned with others. And so, in this situation with yes. my wife now, Tiffany, yeah, um, it's the complete opposite of that. Mm-hmm. She is the biggest supporter of me. She loves my children like they're her own. Yeah. Um, you know, she's amazing. And, and she's very successful. She just literally got um, promoted to being a VP of her company. Yeah. Uh, of a new company, excuse me. Yeah. And so she's just always, like, she's shattering the mold as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And she's also a Spartan from Michigan State and, let's say, ranked number three in the yeah, nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, well, they just beat uh, Michigan. Yes, they did. Yes, I, I, I did see that. That, 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 was, that, was a whole, that was a whole thing there. But, oh, so, uh, man, that was a whole thing about Tiffany. <clears throat> yeah, but um, I, I do think that one thing that's good is because there, there are certain things, Russ, and I hope you take this uh, as, a, as a positive thing, but there's a lot of things about you uh, that remind me of myself, and I think we're both very nice people, entertaining people, a whole lot of fun, but sometimes we might be a little bit to deal with, you know, and sometimes if you can just find somebody that kind of uh, offsets you a little bit, and um, I don't know, I think that's maybe everybody's looking for that, you know? No, just, no, no offense taken, man. That's, just just, just somebody, good. because, you know, I, I, I'm realistic, and like, I know, you know, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll meet somebody at some point, but uh, that person is going to, because I'm, I'm 100% loyal, I'm very into whatever I'm doing, and, and whoever I'm doing that with, um, but I'm just kind of all over the place, and it doesn't mean that I don't love and respect that person i'm just a little bit uh, all over the place sometimes so sometimes people uh i've i've found in my past relationships that people kind of need to just like let me do my thing and go kind of be a a loose balloon every once in a while and i'm not so tethered uh, to the earth uh, as i should be sometimes or in present uh, but that doesn't mean that i don't care I, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say, Palms. <laughs> yeah, Palmer. How do you how do you feel about that? Is that I, something you, you and I both single, no kids? You know, it's like we don't have the tethers yet. And, so. <laughs> and it's one of those things. Like I'm not really in a hurry, and uh, it's funny. You know, sometimes I'll go back home from Tulsa, Oklahoma, originally, and. I usually have to give, like, my buddies with kids and stuff, I'll have to give them, like, two weeks heads up. Like, I'm coming in town to hang out. They're like, hey, everything's, like, really busy. And it's like, no, I, I, like, I get it, but I also don't get it because I just kind of do, like, whatever I want to, like, when I want to outside of, like, work and coaching and doing this podcast. But uh, part of that's just because I've uh, chosen that, I believe. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I can be around their kids, and I, lo- I love all their kids. But after a couple hours, I'm like, all right, I'll see you guys later. Like, you can have them back. There you go. You wanted to make sure you were doing something productive with some of your free time. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Well, it's not. uh, Yes, it's not that we're (laughs) we're not being unproductive, Palmer. We're just uh, uh, we're we're also uh, we're allowed to pick and choose uh, what things we might want to get into. uh, Whereas other people, I feel like uh, it uh, it gets a little bit more difficult when you add the add the kids in there. Um, All right, are you guys ready for your? And I think we're 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 going to speed this one up because the hot was okay. I think you have a second wing still, and Russ left a lot of meat on his. Oh well, no, we're drums. You're over there with your flats. Yeah, so Palmer, Palmer, Palmer has requested the flats, and I really dropped the ball on this. And I'm (laughs) going to go ahead and um, not throw myself under the bus, but I'm going to expose myself as. 
uh, every once in a while dropping the ball. And uh, I dropped the ball because, uh, you know, Russ uh, Palmer and I, we were all in a, a group chat, and Palmer goes, hey, I, I like the flats. So I go, same, but because I do. I, I really like flats. So I'm like, okay, like, I'm just going to order all flats. Everybody's going to be happy. Uh, but then I just completely forgot to. So uh, yeah, out, of, out, of, <laughs> out of, like, 20 wings, I think there's, like, four flats total and then, like, 16 drumsticks. But how, does, <laughs> does that make you think that maybe there's a pot? Because I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's, like, a little bit of, like, a wing shortage. Like, there's, like, a... Oh, like they're yeah, getting like yeah. pricier and like they're getting like I don't know if that means there's just less chickens or uh, or <laughs> really like what that means but uh, I do think that it's telling though that we only had one flat uh, out of 20 wings one flat there's got to be sub four. Wait, four. Oh, Palmer said four. We gave we gave yeah. Palmer all of the flats. Yeah, I took all the flats. Yeah. yeah. So he he really can't complain too much. But uh, hey, uh, okay. So I am gonna get this uh, <laughs> this next hot wing over here. So Palmer doesn't. Oh, uh, your second one. We got we took two of each. Well, I, I don't know if we really figured out. Uh, so we gotta wait. The mango habanero's gotta wait for three minutes. Oh, you got it on time. Yeah, three we got minutes. We got three. Yeah, three she can minutes. finish cleaning the rest of your meat right. off three of those rusts. <laughs> Three minutes, and then we go for we go for the mangoes here. Um, but Palmer, I would like to um, you were you you were on the show almost right after. Yeah, no, it was the it was the one right after Russ because that's what I did. Russ, I'm like, hey, you need to find me somebody, and then uh, he found me you, and now we're all here. You know? Yeah. And uh, but anyway, Reunite. I did I did want to know uh, what currently is going on with you. Um, for everybody that hasn't heard your, because I didn't really explain what either one of you guys do. And just assume that everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, Palmer and Russ. Uh, but anyway, uh, Palmer, uh, can you kind of say just real quick, and I will give you a chance for this, Russ, too, uh, just real quick what you do for, I'm assuming most people know who you are and what you do, but for those who don't, uh, can you let us know? Yeah, I manage uh, Blades by Todd, a small business hockey shop in uh, Northridge Hills, pretty close to Nitex and Ulysses. And, uh, like today, I spent most of the day sharpening skates because yeah. there's, there's a lot of local teams going to Chicago for a big tournament. I'll leave tomorrow, so I did about 25 pairs of skates today. Yeah. So most of the time, I'm pretty much chained to the machine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, You're, stock but, inventory, size, I sized a little guy for his first set of gear yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just get to hang out in the shop, and it's work, but it feels like fun, too. Yeah. So one of the, one, one of the things I did uh, kind of structure you as when, when we had our episode before, but is that you were the first person that a lot of people talk to about the sport because they don't have gear yet, and you're the first person that they're talking to since the youth season just kind of started, and the game of hockey is growing down here. Have you just been like super busy when the season starts, or like what does that look like? Because I'm assuming that most of the time that you guys are busy, uh, you know, during hockey season. But when that first game starts and all those kids show up and they haven't put their stuff on and they don't realize that none of it fits, because I, I know this because I've been coaching and they figure this out about five minutes before they're supposed to be on the ice. So have you had a hectic uh, uh, chaos as far as like kids not realizing that their stuff doesn't fit anymore? Because oh, I really yeah. just want to send them all to you because I'm about to flip out <laughs> on my team. They need to get their stuff together. They come in, they're like, oh, I got like a bolt missing or a screw missing. I'm like, well, how long? Like, what do you just check it now? Like, yeah, it's an emergency when they show Palmer? up. Yeah, I, I tell people check your gear when you're taking it off, yeah. not when you show up to skate because you have a few days usually to take care of something. Uh, but this year, compared to last, because last year a lot of the startups were staggered because mm -hmm. it was 2020, you know, August, September when tryouts usually are. We were things were just starting to open. Some things were still closed. So you had families still not playing at all, whether it's the adult league player in the house and the youth player, or mm -hmm. if they only had one family member. So a lot of 
people, I would say about a quarter of the hockey population here didn't even play during COVID. And come this season, everybody was getting back started at the same time again. Yep. Everything was firing in all cylinders on all the tryouts were on time, all the starts of the leagues were on time, the leveling tournaments. Yep. Um, and we're seeing pretty much the full amount of players back again. And so we saw even more because some kids didn't play last year and even yeah, yeah. bigger influx of people needing more gear because of the time they took off. So it's been... It's been pretty crazy, and now we have the supply chain issues, of course. So, well, you know, so, it's it's hard to stock certain things, even. Right well, now. what's funny is I, I did I did want to get into that. So it's uh, you just made your own segue there, and I appreciate you, Andrew Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how is how is that? Because it's not. I mean, it's with most things. There's a lot of things that are. But as far as the hockey world, um, because I want to say that uh, war. I might be wrong, but I don't think I am. But Warrior uh, is from Mexico, mm-hmm. so they're able. You know, some it, things are made in China, though some are in Mexico. Right. So, so but the, the the things that are coming in that are you know from boats, I believe, are mm-hmm. those are the ones that are having issues. Yeah, we did a booking order this year with them, which we do each year typically. And you set, uh, you pick a massive order, and you pick three shipping dates. So we picked one in mid May, one in mid October, or sorry August, and one that's supposed to ship out here in about a week. Mm-hmm. We just two weeks ago got the rest of our May shipment and half of our August shipment. So things are like two, two and a half, three months behind right now because we're just sitting in the ocean waiting to even come to the warehouse. So yeah, we're, uh, it's definitely been, been a struggle. Either one of you guys have seen those memes, but it's like your package is here. And it's like somebody on a ski dude just going like out into some, you know, uh, (laughs) huge boat that has their like, but it's like a, it's a real problem. And, you know, I know that there's probably more important things that are uh, being stuck on these uh, cargo ships oh, more than hockey equipment. But at the end of the day, you know, every, everybody's affected. Um, all right. Uh, we just hit the minute mark. Are you guys ready for the uh, next step up? Yep. Yeah. Mango all right. So hops. these are the, the mango habaneros. Um, should we eat them both back to back, spread them out? Um, I mean, I, I want to eat them both back going, to back. Back, back to back? Back to back? Let, yeah, the, let, the, let the heat build as much as possible. Okay, yeah, get it over with. All right. Uh, let's, uh, I think the cheers works. Let's, uh, let's go again. Oh, cheers, oh. my one. And uh, Palmer, Palmer really did a good job of really saucing these up. Oh, yeah. Extra he sauce really, on the top. He got the spoon. Got him. All right, here we go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was going to be a next step up, I think. It's definitely mm-hmm. sweet, but then it singes the back of the throat. But I've had this oh, one before. It's stuck in my mustache. It sticks with you. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Mm. Palmer's got a mustache. Russ has got a goatee. It looked like you shaved today intentionally for this. I tried. Yeah. yeah. But in this, ooh. So this one kind of builds a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's good, though. Make sure well, you lick the end of the knuckles to get that sauce in there too. Yeah. So the thing is, I do. I think it's a great taste. The problem is, it stays with you a lot mm-hmm. for, for a long time. And um, there's like different sorts of hot, and this one's like a sharp, sharp hot. It like when you first bite it, though, like the mango, it's real sweet, mm-hmm. and then within two or three it seconds, distracts you. It, it's sweet at the tip of your tongue, and it all of a sudden hits to the back of your tongue and your throat, and it's like, if you don't like spice, even jalapeno, you wouldn't want to touch these. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, it's a healthy singe. Yeah. Oh. Well, um, one of the reasons that Russ might <laughs> regret this is that he's going <laughs> on a, ro- on a, <clears throat> he's going on a uh, road trip. You going on a road trip tomorrow, Russ? Yeah, I got to be on an 8.30 a.m. flight to uh, Philadelphia for a hockey tournament. So we were kind of discussing how 
what we're doing here could maybe cause <laughs> some consternation on the flight. Yeah, some, or constipation. Not, some, probably not constipation. Some, some situations. Uh, do you know where your seat is, Russ? Are you closest to the window or are you in aisle? Uh, do you know where you'll be located? I have a feeling the aisle might be better. Oh, I'm 23A on the aisle all the time, bro. I, ex I know exactly where I am tomorrow, dude. Trust me. A is a window I, seat. I know, oh, no. Yeah. <clears throat> I know how far I am from the bathroom. Yeah, man. Yep, uh, I know where I'm at. Well, can you tell us why you're going there? Where, uh, what are you doing? Where are you going? Um, sorry. No, you're good. So you can yell as loud as you want. So as, uh, as anybody that knows me knows or heard the previous podcast that I was fortunate to be on, um, I play with the Dallas Warriors Disabled Veterans Hockey Team. Um, and we are actually going to uh, fly into Philadelphia and then subsequently go on the other side of the river to New Jersey I feel like I have sauce all over my face yeah, right now. Uh, I don't even know. I feel like I, look I like can't an see idiot. any. Okay, well, I, think I feel like good. it's all over it's my invisible. face. Invisible. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so <clears throat> across the river to New Jersey to ironically play in a tournament that's being put on by the Philadelphia Flyers Warriors team. Mm -hmm. It's called the USA Disabled Hockey Festival. It used to take place in Las Vegas every October, and uh, famed ventriloquist. Um, Terry uh, Fader, mm -hmm. who won America's Got Talent, like, season three or four. I'm exactly. really having to rack the old brain here. Yeah, um, no, it's, good. it's good. It's good. He it's actually good. funded the entire thing. And I know he probably would never listen to this, but I do want to give him a huge shout-out because oh, yeah, yeah. he did it for, like, three years. And not only would he pay for all of the ice time for the entire weekend at, at the Vegas uh, Center yeah. where they play at the National Arena, which is a beautiful rink, by the way. Yeah. But – um. He would also uh, help pay for hotels, and he would um, basically have everybody to a, a show. Mm -hmm. And then after the show, he would have everybody for a reception just for all the warriors and their families. And it was drinks, food, everything was free. Yeah. He took pictures with everyone, talked to everyone. He was a sweetheart of a man, and yeah. I'm actually proud to say that he's from Dallas. Hey, there you go. He's actually from, like, the Grand Prairie area, I believe. I, I believe excuse me. Ooh, yeah. No. Saying Grand Prairie, <laughs> I believe, is a tough thing. No. It, well, Especially no, when your mouth is on No, what, what's funny, Russ, is I feel the way you do now, I feel like it's all over me. Like, I feel like I'm the just covered. Yeah, the sauce. I, kinda, I, just, I just feel it on, I think on it's my it's so lips sticky. and gums. Yeah. I think it's because it's so sticky. It's that not it, as hot as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's got a little bit of a kick, but um, hmm. but it's totally in my facial hair. <laughs> I think it's getting in my nostrils, to be honest with you. Yeah. Get a fresh um, one. Hey, so I do have to ask this too, Russ. Um, I did see something. Yeah, sir. I saw a roster was put together for... Uh, uh, for you guys that you're playing the uh, Oklahoma, and I don't want to get them wrong, but there's an Oklahoma uh, Warriors Association as well. Uh, so, yeah, so that's actually going to be at the Allen Americans game, which I believe is November 13th. Uh -huh. I don't want to misquote that, but it's uh, Saturday. Um, and um, it's going to be before that, and they're actually going to be playing. Dallas is going to be playing Oklahoma. Uh -huh. um, I unfortunately didn't make the cut on that roster, so I I'll be I out saw, there I to cheer them out. I thought I saw you, though. Yeah, I saw, I well, you know what? Honestly, man, I've been so fortunate, so fortunate to play in so many tournaments and so many local games, and we have so many new players yeah. that they deserve the opportunity to, to see that and that have that perspective because – um, it makes me appreciate it even more when I see them. Yeah. And I see them skating for the first time on yeah. like semi pro ice or professional ice or yeah. whatever. And, and you see how much it means to them. It, it fills me full of life and it makes me remember. Like, that's why at one time I was the VP of Dallas Warriors. And yeah. that's why I do what I do with United Heroes League. And so 
You know, it definitely, it brings it back to me full circle that that's why I do the things that I do. Well, it's one of those things too, or like you've already, um, sometimes it's like just as equally awesome to see somebody enjoy something that you've already enjoyed. Because sometimes like, I enjoy hockey. I can go out and I can skate and time out. And I'm always going to enjoy it for the most part when I go out and skate. But that doesn't compare when I am a part of getting somebody else out onto the ice or seeing that is way more. Because, you know, it's just after a while, you, you've, you've played, you know, for this, for this group for quite some time. So, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say you're a, a veteran on a veterans group, but you're kind of a veteran on, on this team. Am I wrong? No, you're, you're not wrong. And to kind of... You've been there. I, I, yeah, I mean, I've been fortunate to have been there, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, I played for a little, like, quite a bit before I went to the military. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in the Navy, it kind of came to a stop. And then about five years later, I started playing again and then I stopped for about five or six years and I started playing again yeah and then my body started falling apart on me but um, we got it can we make you like a robot skeleton well the joke with me is always like like our coach Brittany uh Corteau Uh she always sends like you know to our group before we go to tournaments or whatever like here's what everybody needs to pack and she literally goes from like helmet to skates yeah and I always joke and I'm like you forgot my plastic bubble you know and, right, yeah. and, and everybody always laughs about it because there is a joke that I do get injured a lot and it's not necessarily lost on me but yeah. like this is gonna this is me kind of sort of bragging but that recent 24-hour tournament that our good buddy Cal Mees yes put on, Mr. Cal yes um I played all seven games in that tournament and I played three back-to-back games in that tournament <laughs> didn't get hurt you know Obviously yeah. fell down a lot, had some things where I was like, ah, I actually did get a cracked rib, but it didn't stop me from playing. Yeah, no, you no, know, and um, and for me, it meant a lot to be out there and to endure that. And for me, it just was like, I can do this. Yeah. And um, and so the plastic bubble thing, like it's always going to be a joke and I'm always going to embrace it. Right. But it also makes me want to show everybody that yeah. they're freaking wrong. Oh, know? yeah. No. So, That's no. why when you were mentioning about your wedding, you were like, oh, I felt like I was in high school again. I was going to ask, well, how did your knees feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, pe- the people want to know, Russ. The people yeah. want to know. How did your knees feel? Did you, were you, were you boogieing? Was there a DJ? Were you dancing a little, little the night? Week in the knees? Yeah, actually my homeboy, uh, DJ AP, um, very well known on the island. Um, even has some like shirts and hats at a, at a local shop there that they've done in his likeness. Uh, hell of a dude, Adam Acabello. Um, he's a good dude and he really put together a great song list that Tiffany and I kind of yeah. you know, put together and, um, yeah, I mean, I was feeling it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I really was, man. I mean, yeah. Tiffany's dress made it a little hard to dance because um, it was huge. Right. But once we got to the after party, um, yeah, I was really feeling it, man. It was hey. awesome. Well, it was awesome. Well, I, felt, I did feel like a kid again, like even there. Even the news. Even ah, there was like yeah. a video of me on Facebook, and I'm like getting down, and I was like, yeah. wow. You know, well, it was like I felt nothing. But, <laughs> but I mean, and, and yet again, Russ, and I'm going to do some comparisons. When, when, I, when I compare myself to you, I hope that you, you know that this is in a positive way, but I think you can find, and Palmer for sure as well, but you can find this nice happy medium of like getting older and learning more and being wiser and more responsible, but you're still having fun like a kid. Like people still need to be able to know how to have fun like a kid. And when you stop being able to have fun like a kid every once in a while, then you just grow old and you get like, you know what I mean? Like there's certain people and it's no offense to anybody, but certain people I come across, I'm like, when's the last time you had fun? When's the last time you danced or did, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, smiling and laughing is one of the healthiest things that you could possibly do because it means you're not frowning and you're not sad. And so um, I think it's literally like, it's like, you know, God's medicine, if you want to call it. Oh, for sure. You know, it's just incredible. And um, yeah. You're gonna get me emotional. No, this is it. This is this is what this is what the this is what the pot Smi- is for. Smiling releases those endorphins. You know, yeah. 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 So, well, yeah. and the other thing too. The other thing too is, and I always it's pop- a happy cry. Well, the, <laughs> the other thing too is, anybody that knows Palmer is like uh, Palmer's laughing and smiling most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's also there, but I do think that there's something to it too, where because um, <clears throat> I try and do this at the rink, but you know, if you're kind to somebody, like you know. If, not for no reason, but you're just being generally kind. And then that kind of excites them or makes them behave more kindly. And then they return it to you. So it's like sometimes like being kind isn't necessarily like, a, oh, you took something from me. Like a lot because a lot of times they give it back. Like there's a little like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you hear like the, you know, the whole like adage, like um, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Yeah. And it's like, and I understand that. And I think there is definitely a truth to that. But um I don't know, man. I, I think I would just rather go through life being kind to people than I would anything else. You know, it's like, yeah, that's, that's human nature. Yeah. You know, I think is, is to, to, to care and look out for one another and regardless of your, you know, your differences. And so, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, that's important. I mean, it, it really is. Kindness is, is huge. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, at the same time though, like if you're on the ice and you're too kind, it, could definitely yeah. be mistaken for a weakness. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 for sure, for, for sure, for sure. Uh, and I have heard some. I've heard some stories. No offense, Palmer, but I have heard some stories <laughs> while we're on the subject. Uh, and Palmer is one of the nicest guys I, I have uh, met down here in the Dust Forward area. But I can uh, get competitive. I heard I've heard <laughs> stories about uh, you maybe being being a little competitive, but that's all in a good way. Uh, but Palmer, can you tell us real quick, just kind of like, oh, actually. Uh, it's time for the next wing. So we're, we're so these the are the atomics. Uh, these are the atomics. Um, I think this is how we should do the atomics, though, until we really know what we're getting into. Wow. I think we do, yeah. So Aww. I think we do one now, and then we do one in like another ten minutes. I'd say let's just go for it. But I don't know. These things are slathered in sauce. Honestly, too. Dude, you did like, a good slather. These have the most sauce. So when I've you ever were seen. when you were talking like yeah. recently, you had your plate turn a little bit, and I looked at yours, and I was like, those look like. Like deep fried lava. Oh yeah, yeah. it does. Uh, so to describe for everybody that obviously can't see, but <laughs> these really do kind of look like a muddy lava-ish, like red, yeah. reddish brown, um, like like pepper seeds of some kind. There's black yeah. and white ones. And <clears throat> um, so here, so here's the deal. Dude, uh, do we commit to two or do we commit to one? I, I mean, here's the thing, man. You can either get it out of the way. Yeah. Like or you can prolong it. See, it's the like thing a is, sometimes the second one helps it build a little more. Yeah. So it'll really give you a good gauge of the singe. You know? Right. Okay. Then uh, we can see whose eyes are watering or nose is running. Yeah. All we, right. We can see who can get through one first. Who needs... Uh, I already know this dude over here is... But like, he, well, here's the thing is, yeah, I feel like he's... Uh, Palmer's a little bit... Uh, he's on the spicy train. Because it's not that it killed me, but that Pocky chip, that ghost pepper chip, yeah. The, yeah. That, like that, you know, it really did kind of send me back. And Have I remember when flavor. Palmer tried it, he was like, well, it's okay. Whatever. I ate like, like four like, more. <laughs> yeah, it's like dusty, but anyway. So I, I don't think it's going to affect him uh, as much as us. But I think let's just go ahead and jump off the cliff. It looks hot. Let's go for it, man. <clears throat> so we right. do it. We so do it both. This is the atomic. Bull. This has four flames next to it on the menu. It wings up. Four. Right. Flames. We're doing both. This is the highest. Yeah. All right. Cheers. All right. Salute. There's no such thing as a good flame, especially not a 
Well, we are about to get in some NHL talk, so that's a good transition there, Russ. Hold on a second. Ow. Burning the cut on my finger. <laughs> I cut my finger on a skate today, and this is burning, and mm. the others didn't. But at least it's uh, I always said this when I was skate sharpening. It's like a, it's a really clean cut. Mm-hmm. Like, so you don't have to... Yeah, you don't have to mm-hmm. band-aid it even. Yeah. Yeah. The sauce is like a paste. I, yeah. <clears throat> to be honest with you, it doesn't taste very good. Honestly, it's horrible. Right, it's, it's pretty really, friggin' hot, but I feel like I'm there's something that tastes eating like motor oil right now. <laughs> it's so thick. There's almost like oh no, it's starting to hang now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no. Make sure you. Are we going to? Neither way. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't go to. Oh, I gotta go Lord. one. I might get you evicted, bro. Can no. I do it? You can go too. Palmer can go too. I'm, I'm still finishing my first one. I finished my first one. Where is it? It's right oh, there. Oh, good. You got all the sauce off the end. I'm proud of you. I did. It's like stuck. I couldn't have you shun me. I'm not proud. Oh. Mm. I'm trying not to go milk. No. That's very, very healthy oh, scent. Mango watering. Mango habanero. Mango habanero <laughs> is a three flame. <sighs> Atomic is four. It's a four flame. It was number two. <laughs> it's. Uh, I can't move my tongue as well. I gotta get the sauce off my plate on it. Ooh, uh, man. I seriously have myself convinced I could do two. Mm. I can't do two. Have you guys never done the Blazing Challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings? No, no man. that's not something mm. I sign up for. Well, you know. That sounds like Ooh. you hate yourself if you do that. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god, I don't want to touch my face right now. Mm. Um, I need milk. Yeah. It honestly has more flavor than some of the hot ones oh, I've man. made. Ooh. Oh, it really is true what they say about milk. I've never done this before. I just keep, I see YouTube videos and I'm like, oh, milk must, oh, well, now it's coming back. Oh, I haven't opened the milk yet. You tried the whole milk, I'm telling you. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Russ oh, is going to stick to his 2%. Honestly, bro, that tastes like water mm. right now. Okay, I'm almost done with the second one. My eyes just started watering. Oh, come on. You eat fucking Whataburger every day. Like five minutes before a game, you're like, hey, guys, sorry I'm late. I was eating my Whataburger. Uh, I mm. think and then you come out and you skate all good and stuff. Oh, my God. I think the jump from oh. jump th- three flame to four flame. Oh, yeah. It's a, a run of the huge nose. jump, bro. It's a big jump. Uh, I'm getting all this like, chunky sauce off my fingers, too. Oh, uh. Okay. Holy uh, that, bro. Russ, yep. since I think you're feeling the same way I am, I feel more like my mouth is immobilized. Um, like my tongue, my tongue is. I feel like my eyes are like, like, like it's raining in my face oh. and my eyes don't have windshield wipers. That sounds ridiculous. I finished both of mine. Now, see, like I said, the second one, I'll, it'll kick in because it'll build. And it, he's saying it'll kick in, Russ. Yeah. Oh, it is. I can feel my tongue feels like there's fire ants <laughs> yeah. on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. kick in eventually. And <clears throat> it's going like halfway down my throat is like oh. tingling. <sighs> Meanwhile, my butthole's like a Minnesota fire extinguisher. I've got yeah. tears in the corner of my eyes. Oh. Uh, okay. Anyway, so we are going to get into NHL talk here. Oh, yeah. This oh. is what we do now yeah. uh, as we talk NHL. Um, <laughs> Woo. Okay, uh, Russ. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, how's Vancouver doing? 
Uh, well, we had a good game last night, actually. Yeah. A great game. We uh, actually won in overtime against the uh, vaunted New York Rangers and uh, one of the league's top goalies, Igor Shosturkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put out in a hell of a clinic. Uh, they were actually up two to nothing. <laughs> yeah. They had uh, two power play goals on uh, three power plays at one point. Um, we had no power play goals on like a thousand power plays because our power play sucks balls. Yeah. Um, but that being said, um, we somehow figured out a way to to muscle back um, and uh, really just got hard fought goals. And um, the overtime was incredible. JT Miller, who had two goals last night, uh, got a breakaway um, off of a broken play in overtime, went down, uh, went backhand, forehand, and tried to slide it around Shesterkin. Shesterkin came over with a nice, weird stand-up, like, T-push type thing, but he was standing up. Like, this kid is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, and, uh, and, but fortunately, the puck bounced between his legs, between his pads, and JT Miller found it, went around, wrapped around, backhand, yeah. empty net, essentially, to win the game. Well, And, um... So we're three, four, and one after that, I believe. Yeah. Or yeah, three, four, and one. Four, three. And one. So just uh, just under five hundred. Right. But my whole point is, is like that right there against a team like that yeah. is a huge confidence booster. Yeah. Well, it's still early too, and over the last two years, there's been a lot of trades and changes and stuff. So yeah. You know, oh yeah. NHL's sure. even Especially kind of with us. getting back yeah. to a normal schedule and travel with the different divisions and stuff like that again. So, so, so d- does it, and we will get into the stars because I have one of the biggest stars fans in the entire world here on my right. But before we get there, I, I want to, I, I kind of want to ask you something. Oh, sorry, Russ. I want to ask you something. Yeah. My mouth isn't working. I know. It's I fast. took off my glasses, so I'm seeing like TV yeah. right now. It's, like, it's not working as quickly yeah. as it usually does. But yeah, uh, as far spicy. as uh, Pedersen is concerned. Yeah. Um, cool. So he's, he's kind of like not wanting to stay for very long until he knows whether or not they're going to be a contender. As a fan of that team, does it make you feel any certain sort of way like we need to be good in the next three? Because I think his, his contract's like I think three years, I think maybe, three or four. But anyway, do we need to be good like within – because he's a – generational player uh to me uh, his skill set is but anyway uh, does it does it concern you at all if you guys don't start playing well that he's gonna maybe not be around in a little bit um it would only concern me if he was putting up numbers yeah. and right now he has one goal and one assist oh, i didn't know that that's it he is underachieving in such a major way one of the reasons i know that is because he's one of my favorite players right no he's on my he, favorite team yeah he's but awesome to watch. i also drafted him fairly highly in one of my leagues oh. my fantasy leagues well, I can look at the third round, the yeah, fourth yeah, round, yeah, but yeah. still fairly high for a center. And um, so I get that. <clears throat> the reason that his three-year deal occurred mm-hmm. is because we wanted to commit to Quinn Hughes longer because, honestly, we've never had a true number one defenseman in our franchise history. Yep. We got Ed Jovanovsky via a trade. We got him from Florida. He was their number one defenseman. He wasn't our number one defenseman. Right. So we had guys that – were number one defenseman in Vancouver, but by the rest of the league standards, they weren't. Yep. Nobody can look me in the eye and tell me Quinn Hughes isn't a number one defenseman. Oh, yeah, no, he, he is for sure. So, so I mean, so the reason I say that is because he got less of a deal because we, we valued Quinn Hughes more than we did him because we could have done the flip-flop. Yeah. But, um, and, that, and they both have the same agent, too. Yeah. And so there was no coincidence in that. And I listen to Vancouver Sports Radio pretty much every day or Vancouver podcasts, whatever, right? right. And, um, and they've said over and – or they've had his agent on there over and over again. And he said, we can only go term with one 
and more money and less term with another. That's literally what he said over and over again. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Well, and Pedersen's still a restricted free agent after this contract, right? After the three years, yeah. yes. And yes. then after that one, he would yeah. no longer yeah. be. Yeah. 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 But, it, but it's like, um, I just, I kind of see the NHL going this way, though. I mean, as far as like value, you're seeing a lot of teams value people like Hughes and McCarr and Fox. And those players don't come, like once you get one of those, which why I, I was super excited when Haskin, yeah. when we signed that deal, I was like, that is a, one of the best deals. And like, uh, that's a no-brainer deal. And unselfish. He left an extra million on the table for the team, basically. Oh. And, 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 and getting into the stars here, because I know that there's, like, some positives and some negatives here. And I've watched uh, probably not as many of the games as you have, Palmer, but I've watched enough. And every time Haskinen touches the puck, for the most part, just great things happen. Or there's just, you know, it, it's like and the same things happen with Hughes and whatever. It's like, because it takes uh, everything. It takes skating ability. It takes IQ. It takes literally every possible uh, you know, attribute of, of, of a, a hockey player to play that type of defenseman. I call them like hybrid defensemen now, but like yeah. you can play defense, you can play offense, you can skate the puck. You can, um, I think it was two games ago where Haskinen was the first one into the zone. Something didn't end up working out. It goes back. It's like a two-on-one. He catches the guy on the two-on-one. Yeah, he was the first guy in the offensive zone. And the first guy back. The first guy back. Yeah. On the back check. On the back check. Yeah. Lear- earning every dollar at, at the yeah. all-star game he went to his rookie year uh, i think he, you know he, i'm not sure if he got his skates done here before he went if there's another equipment manager doing his skates yeah. but he he started doing the fastest skater competition blew his edge on the first corner and had to redo it i think he would have been faster than mcdavid had he not blown that edge because i think it just drained his confidence just enough where he didn't give it 120 percent he was only like uh, i don't think anybody's faster than McDavid. I, I, I don't know I, well he, I, he looked I, timid and it, and it was his rookie year too he didn't have the no, confidence yet well they, i don't think he's faster than david but i do <laughs> I, I, well they, 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 here's the thing i think that uh you, you almost have to have like different this is gonna sound stupid but you almost have to have like different speed like if you think about it like you know mcdavid's usually the first person kind of entering the zone where like most of the time Haskinen's not trying to be the first person in if that makes sense so it's like he's entering with speed but also able to slow down and you know play the puck in front of him if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so it's like whereas McDavid can just be like I'm gonna beat every single person out here Haskinen can beat the people he needs to but then slow down it's almost like being able to shift gears like Haskinen does a great job about shifting gears going from like really fast entering the zone to, like, holding up for a little bit, like, buying time for, like, other skaters to get open. But, like, every time he touches the puck, I, for the most part, I'm, like, everybody's thinking the same thing. Like, oh, what's about to happen? Yeah. Like, I'm about to see something cool. Or I'm about, even if it's just a pass, even if it's just, like, a that guy's open or the way that he reads it. And we've all played hockey long enough. Most of us can kind of tell, like, all right, this guy has the puck. He's going to pass it to that guy, or he's going to do that. He's going to do stuff. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that guy. Being, you know, I didn't think about that being an option. You know what I mean? Angles off the boards. Or oh, yeah, yeah, just crazy stuff. And it's like those are the guys that I like, kind of I like to watch. But uh, anyway, Palmer, with you being such a, a huge Stars fan, I did kind of want to get into your thoughts on uh, how they're playing right now. And, um, you know, I, I keep in mind, you know, I, uh, I, I am pro Stars, but, you know, I just I'm a little... Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, not definitely I'm, not disappo- I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed. They're not living up to expectations right now, yeah. definitely. Uh, uh, you know, we're not, we're not with the guys that we brought in, the veterans to help with the young guys we have, and there's supposed to be a good balance there. We're not getting the scoring that we want. Yep. I mean, we're really close in games. We're, we've gone to overtime, what, f- I think five <coughs> games out of our eight so far. Yeah. 
And they also open up eight of the first 11 games on the road, which is kind of tough, too. So I'm giving them a little bit of slack to start the season. Right. I mean, you look back two years ago, St. Louis Blues, 30 games in, were last place in the NHL, and they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So people say it really doesn't matter until 25, 30 games in where you, at that point, really have to be meshed and really have to start getting it together. So we're just under 500 at this point. I'm not panicking. Mm -hmm. We would obviously love to see them perform better. Right. I am not really fully sold on bonus. Uh I think he's a good assistant coach, but obviously if you look at his head coaching career statistics, he's well under 500 himself as a head coach. Yeah. in the last couple of games, he started screaming at the players. The first I've ever seen him do that. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. almost a little too little too late. It's like he tries to be a best friend, and that's more of an assistant coach role. Right. So I think the Stars should find a head coach that will you know, light the coal under their feet a little more and right. get, them, get them to perform, some of these guys. So. Yeah, well, sometimes it's like uh, – and I, I kind of talk about <clears throat> this in coaching. And not everybody's able to do this, but, like, it's, it's, it's easy to be their friend. Like it is like as a coach, because you're, you're already in a position of like influence. And so, you know, so it's like, you really have to be a really big asshole for them to be like, you know what I mean? Like to try and be their friend and then be like, no, like as a head coach. But like, I feel like it's, but it's also hard to switch up from like trying really hard to be their friend to being like, no, now I'm yelling at you. It's a a business relationship too. And they're not kids. They're adults now. So it's adults coaching adults, and right. you know you have to know how to coach. You really right. do take control of that. Know when to bear down on players. Know how to, you know, push different players respond to yelling or positive right. reinforcement or, you know, just a simple question you might ask them and something clicks with them. They're like, oh yeah, I need to do this. Yep. So it's like you have to learn your players too to see how they respond to different situations and stress and yeah. you know how to get them to rise up to be come out of the best potential that they have yeah so. well and you kind of you kind of get it from different coaches and I, I really feel like that's why there's certain like when coaching openings happen like i feel like there's some fits that just don't work like i like john tortorella like i i think he is a good coach like i think that he does a lot of things better than a lot of other coaches in the nhl do I think he's good for uh, Florida? No. Like, not at all. Is he one of my favorite coaches? Yes. I think he would actually be pretty good for the Stars. Oh, well, so, but here's the thing. He is going to give you, like, it's almost just like he's going to condense that talent and skill in a short period of time. But he can't push. It's not uh, sustainable the way that he pushes his players. Like, he's not going to be a head coach of a team for six or seven years. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he, it's one of those come in. Squeeze our talent, like let's get the most out of it. Let's turn things around, and then they hand it off to some other coach that does a better job about just maintaining or about you know what I mean. Like, yeah, he he had a hard time in Vancouver, um, specifically with the Sedins. I mean, I remember when he had them on the PK, and people were like you literally have you know an art two Art Ross Trophy winners and a Hart Trophy winner playing on the PK. Yeah, <laughs> like this is insane, and it, and he was just all about look. I asked the same thing of all of my players, and if I believe that they can contribute in this capacity, right. that didn't go over very well in Vancouver, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. And, um, um, you know, once again, as somebody that's that's listened to Vancouver media for a while, when Tortorella was there, it was one of the funnest times for me to be a Vancouver oh, yeah, fan yeah, yeah, yeah. because of how tumultuous it was. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as a guy, I love the guy. Like, honestly, yeah. like I know he's old school, 
Um, but I think he he has such a big heart. Um, yeah. He's into big time into rescuing dogs. Oh yeah, yeah stuff yeah. like that. He's a big proponent of that. Um, yeah, and other things too. But um, but yeah, you're right. Like his style is going to mesh with some and are going to be horrible but, with us. But I but I also I wouldn't pick him to go coach a team that had the Sedin twins on it. No, like you know what I mean. Like no, I sure. wouldn't. Like there's just certain situations, but. You know, because if the Sedin twins are on your team, I'm, you know, at the point that he was coaching, it's like you just kind of let them do, you know, like it's it, once you have a certain amount of leaderships, like there's certain players that they say, like, actually kind of like coach their teams in a way like they're just, you know, it's kind of like uh, and I know not everything's like this, but the, the, there's that old story of uh, uh, Ed. Uh, uh, Edzo, uh, but he, he ended up coaching the, the Penguins for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, Mario Lemieux was on the team at the time. So, like, he's coaching the team, and he said something about, like, all right, we're going to, you know, bag skate or something like that. And Mario was like, no, like, no, we're not. And he's like, no, we're not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just there's some players that kind of, like, supersede. Uh, but the, the Sedin twins in Vancouver for a long period of time would have probably, their opinions would have held more value than what some of the coaching uh, want it, you know what I mean? Because you look towards your leaders, and I don't know. They're, no, for sure. But knowing them and their personalities, I mean, I, like, they, okay. they they speak up for themselves. I know that for a fact because they are very staunch business business people. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if I could have seen them going to management back then and being like, "We don't like this guy," or yeah. whatever. Like maybe yeah. if management came to them, they yeah. would be you know forthcoming about it. But anyways, I, I just yeah, I agree with you. I mean, every. Every coach, like Bonus, I love Bonus. I have a soft spot in my heart for Bonus because yeah. he was our assistant coach when we went to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2011, mm -hmm. you know, and, and he was a huge part of the Canucks yeah. um, with Elaine Vigneault and that coaching staff. Mm -hmm. And so when he got hired on as assistant, the interim coach. Assistant coach. Though. Yeah, he was the assistant coach, mm -hmm. yeah. And when he got hired on, um, you know, after everything happened with Monty as the interim coach and then eventually, you know, took the stars to – Awesome heights, let's be honest, yeah. you know, pun intended, stars, heights. Yeah. So anyways, um, but, you know, did that. And then he got hired as the full-time coach. Like, I thought, this is awesome. I love Bonus. Yeah. He's great. But he's also a fairly soft-spoken guy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's his reputation is he's always been kind of like a, all right, you know, like yeah. I'm a player's coach and all mm -hmm. that. And you've got, in this day and age, you've got these young personalities that are coming up that are like, I'm the social media guy mm -hmm. on this. Like, even though I'm a hockey player, I have TikTok and YouTube channels and all this stuff. And what's that player that know. quit to become an influencer? Uh, <laughs> no, like you're right. Though. Yeah. Like it's happening more and more. And yeah. there's this more sense of entitlement and younger kids or, you know, younger men don't want to be coached the way they used to be. Right. Yeah. You right. know, because it's a more sensitive environment and I'm not going to go into all that, Yeah. but it really is. And um, coaching is completely taking a change and like, um, safe sport training yeah. has completely changed since I took it six, seven, eight years ago. Oh yeah. You know, and there's yeah. for obvious reasons, but you start to see there's a lot more sensitivity to things such as coaching styles. Oh yeah. yeah aggressiveness yeah. and things yeah. like that. And so, yeah. you know, anyways. So, so what I like to do with my team is, uh, take the, well, the complete almost bipolar, just I don't want them to ever be able to guess what I'm doing. Like at any point, even if it's just from moment to moment, just like completely switch it up all the time. See, I'm gonna say catch. Very nice. Yeah. See. Uh, oh, uh, by the way, Russ, we do have. We still have a wing. I brought. Oh, you ate yours? No, I still have one. 
I no. ate, I ate all mine. Oh, so we my we, the singe. Wait, did you eat two of the atomics? No, no. I, no, you no, guys, you guys only ate one. I ate both of mine back to back. I, my I'm my burn. But you guys are about to reignite. My burn has now subsided. Yeah, from both. mine has too, and that's why I'm trying to get this one. So you're in. thinking you want to do it and then go through the burn? If again? you guys don't yeah. eat it, you lose. Yeah, like we have to do the thing. Because <laughs> I eat so both. so just to give everybody an idea, Palmer went ahead and he ate his last wing, oh, which no, was no. the atomic one. I ate both back to back. Russ and I are setting ourselves up for... Uh, we were much more heavily affected by it than Palmer. Reignited, uh, they want to be. But, but the, the thing is, we, we took that... No, we took that other wing probably over I don't know, 12 minutes ago or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, My nostrils are burning so bad right now. Like, no, I'm still feeling it, but I, I feel All the like... I, 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 we're getting close on time, and I feel like if we don't eat it, go, then bro. we've failed. Let's just go. We failed the listeners, Russ, Let's just go, and that's not Adam. what the face-off spot is for. Let's go, buddy. The face-off spot is all about the listeners, and to, to oh, after this, on my face is gonna be off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see your good. skin melt. All right, here we go. All right, fireboard, bro. <laughs> uh, Palmer, you guys want me to eat that last one that's left? No, the third, no, no, no. the third well, atomic. Yeah, you can if you want. Third atomic. Here, hang that one over. Yeah, you have Palmer, like a freaking grab that one. Fetish to hurt yourself. Oh, it's yeah. yeah, this is not even one minute. Mm. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm going to eat this third atomic one. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm. We're going to have a fun ride taking you home, Palmer. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to have to keep the group chat going for tomorrow morning. Ooh. Holy. It just feels so thick. Like, it really like, you think it's better the second time? No. <laughs> Dude, don't make me laugh. Mm. Laughing and coughing is the worst when you got this shit in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't inhale <laughs> that sauce. I'm sorry, not to. <laughs> the atomic. I think I got some in my nose. <clears throat> uh, mm. It was a good idea. Oh, God bless America. <sighs> No, the pot, the episode has still been really fun, but oh. I'm used to keeping like a stream of consciousness going. Yeah, it's gonna be hard on this one. Oh. Ah. Ah. If you don't it's like, worse than the first one. if you don't like Carolina Reaper or Ghost Pepper things, uh, don't get the Atomic Wings at Wingstop. <sighs> then get a bigger thing of milk because I'm freaking out. Yeah, I should have gotten milk. It's tasty. Uh, Actually, it does have I a decent flavor. I haven't drank that much milk in months. I, was, I want like a big thing of vanilla ice cream and just. Ah, it's under my tongue. I think the third one burned less than the first two. No. But Palmer's not right. Disregard everything Palmer's oh, saying. I'm about. like a fire breathing dragon right now. Unless you like heat. No, I like heat, but this is like really a kick in the face. Oh. I do want to try this um, oh, okay. beer that I brought also. It's not a Rube's uh, bruise. This is a Martin House. Yeah, please, yeah, talk about Buffalo Wings beer. Talk about that for a little bit. It's, it says literally a Buffalo Wing Sauce sour beer. Yeah. It shows really saucy hot wings for the, on the label. <laughs> Just regular <laughs> red hot. It. And it's 5.2%. So let's... Uh, All right. Cheers Whoa, it up. Over. Oh, bro. No, come on, party foul. No, it's all good. shake it. No, it's all, it's all good. Well, Sours do that sometimes, though. It's all good. Oh, that's a sour. That makes it worse. Yeah, it's a uh, buffalo wings. Uh, oh, I was going to drink that. Can you try it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh my god. Oh. Alright, so this is a buffalo wing. This is a buffalo wing beer. Oh. Uh, Dude. Uh, Russ is in I don't know why it is that hot. It was not as hot the first time. It tastes like a Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary? Okay. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh. I hate Bloody Mary's. That was like my name, my nightmare. It does. When I used it, to bartend yeah. Like a spicy bloody, but not even that spicy. Compared to yeah. these wings, that's docile. Yeah. No, it's docile. not. Docile. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. Um, I'm salivating much more than I would normally. Uh, are, we, are we still on the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still recording. Wow. This is going to be just people are going to be like, this is what I'm listening to? Yeah, no, it's fine. I don't, yeah. It's a hot wing I hope challenge, there's like somebody right? listening to it while they're with their family in the car, but they turn it on right when we're going, oh. Well, the, 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 so it was the, just you doing that, I think. <laughs> the idea of the episode was to cause chaos and disruption. I think you succeeded, my friend. Um, I have done... And we got a lot of hockey talk. And yeah, we got hockey talk. Uh, we talked about uh, How much weddings. Bob's sharpening skate. Yeah, we got... Uh, weddings. Uh, oh, man. I got... Uh, are, do you, are you still doing shout-outs? Yeah, well, no. We're getting ready to do it. Okay, my bad. All right. No, Sorry. I just got to, like, stop... I made a promise. Dude, I feel like if I feel like if I just if I just I'm gonna drink if, this ranch dressing right now. If my mouth was <laughs> open, <laughs> do it. Oh no, it's warm. That sounds gross. Oh uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, gross. Uh, okay. Uh, you guys. Uh, all right. Uh, are you guys good to do my ears? Do you feel it in your ears? Yeah, they're they're hot. No, I'm just my tongue a little bit. Palmer, I do. <laughs> because he's, like, he's not human. No. My ears? I didn't even break my concentration. No, but like... <laughs> shouldn't have brought Palmer Whatever, on. Man. Yeah. Shouldn't have brought Palmer on. It's, he's going to be it's too good. good. Uh, well, hey, so we do have the shout-outs. I, hold on. Can I pop my ear? You can, I, I, I don't can't. know how you're going to... Yeah, you can squeak them. Like you can do like like can the, I open my jaw? Yeah, I feel... That, that might help, but... Uh, all right, here, I'm going to be a host. I'm going to do good hosting. Um, <laughs> all right, you guys ready for the shout-out? <laughs> sure. The shout-out can be anything. Uh, it's got to be anything. It's got to be positive um, for you guys. It'll be positive for me, too. Um, but it's got to be positive. It can be a sound. It can be a uh, mantra. It could be... It could be anything you want. It could be anything, but it has to be positive. Uh, I was I don't know I uh, Palmer's in the better space I would say shout out to the DFW hockey community and just the hockey community in general it's one of the tightest knit groups I know as big as it is Uh, you know I see on the pages all the time DFW hockey players or even hockey spot where it's a place you sell things on Facebook and not even just Facebook groups but just people willing to just give stuff to people to help their kid get started or you know, we know it's not a cheap sport, and we come together and help each other when things happen. Uh, you know, the Warriors and the police teams doing charity events for people's family members that had cancer, and you know, I know adult league teams that do this stuff too. And it's just, it's. I feel like this world has lost a sense of community. You don't know your own neighbors and whatnot. And in hockey, we still have that sense, and let's let's keep that going and just be positive to everybody in the hockey community, on off the ice, and. Just keep the spread of the the. It's a it's a great game, and not everybody's able to play it. And let's just be thankful that we have that opportunity, and let's spread it as best we can, and just enjoy it. Man, that was like 
That was a Palmer one for sure in multiple <laughs> ways. It was just him being himself, super Palmer, but also feeling none of this heat. I, just feel, <laughs> I, I don't. My it was, it was a beautiful anymore. sentiment, and I, I just... It's funny. He's saying so many positive things, but like I'm just... I, my mouth feels very negative. That wasn't a tear of joy. I think it was oh. pain. <laughs> it is pain. <laughs> it the, more, pain. the more he spoke, the more I felt like I was listening to like deep, long thoughts with Jack Handy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, this dude is getting really deep right now. <laughs> in, a good, in a great way, though. Yeah. Your glasses are fogged up, Russ. How did that are, happen? The word, man, uh, what is it? The word mankind is made up of two words, mank and eind. We'll never understand <laughs> <Yeah>. these. <laughs> is that like is that like Mike and Ike? <laughs> Jack Andy. Yeah. I always thought it'd be really funny to go up to a was it's a plane crash and just <laughs> yeah. lay it down and when everybody shows up go, what happened? <laughs> There's so many good Jack Andy. Oh my god. There's oh, a whole Jack Andy's great, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm at, but for some reason I just thought of Jack Andy while you were talking. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, okay. Uh Russ. Now is your time to bless the world with your positive thoughts. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, uh, I want to give a shout out to my grandson, Grayson Dakin yeah. in uh, California, who just turned the big one. Big one. Uh, yeah, he actually turned one the day after our wedding, yeah. which ironically, um, he was born the day of our wedding the year before when we were supposed to have it. So I thought that was pretty crazy yeah. um, that he was born when we were supposed to get married. Um, but yeah, so, uh, just want to give a shout out to him, his, uh, mom, my daughter, Morgan and her awesome hus husband, Kevin, mm -hmm. uh, besides that, just want to give a shout out to the Dallas Warriors who are, uh, all the Dallas Warriors collectively, but also those that are, uh, going to New Jersey and Philly this weekend for this tournament. Uh, just want to wish everybody, you know, the best of luck. And I know I'm playing, so I would definitely want to wish myself the best of luck, yeah. but, um, but most importantly, just be safe and have a good time and. Um, you know, no plastic bubbles for me, hopefully. But. No plastic. <laughs> we don't want you hurt anymore, Russ. Oh, uh, to, actually, Russ, just real quick, because I can't, I was too, I was I was all heated. Is that the word we're using? Yeah, heated? I mean, heated, yeah. heated works. It's all heated. Uh, but just real quick. Yeah. You were, you were sort of on America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, like, I'm not going to say it, like, just... Sort of. You saw his face. I just want to know... I Here's the only thing I'm going to ask. <laughs> what was the experience like? In the moment... Uh, not of, with the video, but what, no, 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 what no, was no. the experience no. of going... I'll tell you exactly what it was like. In the moment, like, I was just focused on what was going on on the computer monitors um, on my Zoom conference, and I had the bar stool set up behind me where I had the trophy and the United Heroes League jerseys right above that. I had everything the way I wanted it. I actually even had Trailer Park Boys on the TV in the background, but they blurred that out in America's Funniest Home Videos. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I did that on purpose, too, by the way. But uh, anyways, um, when, when the trophy hit the floor, yeah, you can't see it on the video. And I promise you, if you saw the actual video when it occurred, I dropped to my knees. I literally did like the, oh, my Lord, hands in the air. Like, I was freaking out. Oh, no. And the guys yeah. that were on the on the Zoom were just like, what just happened? Yeah, that was the funny part of the Yeah, and then obviously you see the aftermath, but because of the way Zoom operates, you yeah. only saw the reactions of Sam and yeah. Chad yeah. And, and Tilly yeah. and whatnot. And uh, and Ryan Young was actually on that Zoom call, but for some reason he didn't get called up to the show for that one. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, so, yeah he... but, um, but shout out to Ryan Young. Yeah. Um, but um, but anyways, uh, 
I was so shocked. Like you could see in the video, I was like, yeah. there's only barely a dent. Like right. I'm shocked. I'm amazed. Right. Like yeah. I thought it was going to be broken in half. Yeah. And, uh, and I've given Michael Brandon from Trophy Arts Inc. in Fort Worth huge shout outs before on the trophy, but I was terrified that I was going to have to go back and be like, Mike, I made a huge mistake. Well, Can I you fix this. I, I, so here's the weird thing at the end, because I hope you don't beat yourself up about this. Because I think everybody else thinks that it's just really funny. Like you know what I mean? Like I think you're the only person that's like, oh, like I don't. Know. I know that it's kind of whatever, but you see the Stanley Cup. I sent you the link that they dent the Stanley Cup. Like they dent it all the time. They yeah. always take it out. They dent it. Yeah. All you well, did was set it on something, and then it kind of fell out. But like they do have three or four Stanley Cups now. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> the rings. Yeah. <laughs> Throw these, uh, the, throw the rings on there, but no, but like Russ, uh, I, I kind of, I, I hope I didn't put you on the spot there, but I kind of no, just wanted to tell you uh, that I think most likely that actually was a, a positive in some weird, uh, funny ways. No, it's like you ended up on America, and this is where I was trying to get to. Yeah. You ended up like getting the whole organization on a national program where they talk because I watched the little clip and it has Carlson from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yeah. and he says United Heroes League veteran. Like that's what meant. Do the you most. not? I was about to say. Like, no. do you not see that this is actually like? And that's a gave sh- people that's like a show for all ages. Like, yeah, mean, well, but yeah. that's like a huge. Like, I'm, I'm still getting messages literally to this day of friends that are like, "Dude, I was watching like America's Funniest Home Videos yeah. on Hulu, yeah, and I saw you. Like, what the heck? And you know, and it, I just tell them like, it was just a crazy thing, you know, blah blah blah. But hundred percent, like getting the United Heroes League that exposure on a national level, like even Shane Hudella, who is our president, yeah, and he's an awesome guy. Um, he messaged us and he like texted me and Derek Tillemans, Tilly, mm-hmm. like and was like, "Oh my God, this is so incredible! Like yeah. this is such great exposure." And 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 it's all because it benefits military families and their children. Yeah, and that's li- literally the most important thing about it. Like, and and honestly, dude, like I love the fact that comedy came out of it. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, it was yeah. associated with me. Yeah. Pretty much everybody was like, that's totally you. Yep. <laughs> Clumsy, klutz, whatever. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, whatever. But, but, so. but, Russ, that's why. That is me. Like, yeah. I am also the <laughs> Like, you know, you, like, the thing is, is, like, I have no stones to throw. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you give me something worth value, good luck. You know what I mean? Like, just, but it's one of those things to where, like, I know you may have felt bad about whatever, but, like, so much positive stuff, like, actually came out of that. So I hope that, like, you know that most people found it to be funny, and then you spread it, you know, spread the the word about the the veterans groups and all that. So it's like, I just, I should have talked to you maybe about this off air, but <laughs> I I just think it's a great. It ended up being like a huge positive, and I just think that since you were the one that did it, it added more humor, if that makes sense. No, it does, man, and I and I appreciate that, and I mean that with nothing but love. No, and I and I totally take it that way. Like I'm a pretty thick-skinned person, uh, yeah. and I love comedy above everything. Yeah, uh, I mean, you have, my you wife have to be able to laugh that. at yourself. Will tell you oh, that. Yeah, I'm a comedic, yeah, halfwit. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, my favorite movie, Strange Brew. Um, <laughs> I'm just not a very yeah serious person. Yeah, but that's also how I get through life. Well, <laughs> but, but, but no, but, that, but but that's the thing. You know, yeah. there's that cheesy saying: if you take it too seriously, you don't ever get out alive or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, no doubt. No, I just uh, I I just feel the same because it's like uh, it's kind of funny. There's times where whether it be on social media or even around my, you know, good group of friends, like everybody's giving me a hard time, but they know, they know that I know that it's just love, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I think that I see a lot of that in the people that communicate with you. It's like, Hey, big goofball. Like people treat me that way. They're like, Hey, goofball, Hey, whatever. But it's like, yeah, you know that I'm intelligent and smart enough and whatever that like, 
I'll let you know we can goof around or whatever, but you yeah. know, at the end of the day, like it's because you respect me and like yeah. you know, I just I hope that you know that a lot of people feel that way about you. Wrestling. No, I, I once again I appreciate that, man. Yeah. You didn't have to say that, so for sure, and I, yeah. I do. I love it when they make fun of me. Well, I I I, I, I had to make I had to make up for it because Palmer uh, Palmer makes fun of me a lot too. Well, hey, uh, it makes him feel good about himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If if they didn't care, they wouldn't bother you at all. They would, they, they just, they just His be, head's like a balloon; it gets big, it deflates. <laughs> yeah, you just got to you got to keep in check. But that's why you have good. Yeah, no, that's why you have good friends around. Uh, sure. Make sure you keep them in check. Um, all right, I think it's my uh, it's my turn. It's my turn for the thing. Hey, uh, so I think my shout out is just going to be, um, and I'm, I'm not piggybacking off uh, Palmer's. Palmer's was really good. Um, but I'm going to say just like uh, close friends. And this isn't even a hockey community thing, but just like close friends, uh, people that will step up kind of like last minute, you know, just like these guys did tonight. Kind of be like, hey, do you want to put together like a ridiculous podcast? And, uh, you know, they kind of knew what they were involved in because they've been on before. But, um, you know, they both kind of drove down to Mansfield and it was kind of far away and it was kind of last minute. And Russ is going on a trip tomorrow. And I don't know. Like, I think everybody just kind of has like those friends that they can kind of rely on. Uh, uh, you know, within reason about just coming and helping out, you know, when need be. And uh, just kind of right away, uh, both these guys were excited to come on. And uh, I just think that it's because we just all enjoy each other's company and we like being around each other. I threw some spicy wings in there, but I don't think that's what uh, made her, uh, it didn't make or break the episode. But uh, sometimes just kind of the, the people around you, uh, the community, as a Palmer, uh, Palmer would say, right? Oh yeah, when I when I picked the wings up, I went with my credit card just in case. Yeah. You know, no, I, did, I, I didn't know yeah, if they were prepaid. I got you. I got <laughs> good you. man, man good man. People. She said I, they're already paid and tipped. I, I had I had to at least if if you guys are gonna drive down this far, I was gonna at least have to buy these uh, spicy wings, which uh, half of them were enjoyable, and then the other half were pain and suffering. And uh, I think we can all agree on that. But uh, anyway, uh, thank you, boys, just for kind of, uh, in, I don't know, indulging me on a light, fun one. I know that sometimes I have ones that I'm not saying any of them are super serious because I'm not super serious. But at the end of the day, I just think sometimes it's fun. Uh, just kind of hang out with the boys and do something. No, no, do something fun. So thanks for coming on. It was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, bro. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, yeah. Well, we'll def- I'll find some other reason to have you guys on again. We'll do like a, I don't know, relay race or we'll come up with some stupid reason. But uh, I just like hanging out. I just like hanging out with these guys and uh, I hope to do it again. Um, real quick, I'm going to do the uh, Matt Taylor list. Uh, you can check us out on faceoffspotpodcast.com. I'll say that one more time. My mouth is working again. Faceoffspotpodcast.com. There we go. It sounds almost normal. Uh, you can also check us out on iTunes, uh, Spotify. Um, there's other ones. I don't know. My brain's all messed up. Um, anyway, uh, and then also check out Rube's Brews. They are on Instagram and or Facebook. Uh, anyway, I think that's it. Guys, you got anything else or are you good to go? I'm all set. I'm down for that relay race. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I, well, I'm, 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 I'm picturing a very uh, intense, like uh, almost like uh, what was that old... Uh, uh, where, where people are flying off the, I don't know, the, the water park one where people are getting hit in the face. Oh, with giant, wipe out. Uh, it was wipe out, wipe and, out, but then they made like a, there was a previous one oh. that was like Asians. Uh, MXC? Extre- yes. yes. Extreme you, Elimination. Are you talking about MXC? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the best. That's yeah. what I wanted us to do. At first I was like, yeah. oh man, you <laughs> said Asians, and I was like, oh no, it's MXC for sure. Oh, yeah, because yeah, no, yeah, they have the two guys. And oh, Gila Douche? Yeah, yeah. That's they, one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, they just they dub <laughs> over it, and it's like almost impossible to not enjoy watching it. You know Vic Romano. Yes. I went over to Russ's one night to go swimming, and we ended up just watching that show instead. Yeah. Well, the 
the, <laughs> Captain Tennille. The, 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 the best part is when they like kind of like interview him for like a half second before, but they always just dub over it, and it's like, I'm so stupid. And then yeah. Like, like, oh, it's the best. Dude. Yeah. And the names they use. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's the subtle. And the backstories. Yes. Oh, the, dude. The, the, so it's just, if, oh. if you're into all those things that Russ just uh, mentioned, uh, yeah, this is what we're here, this is what we're here to tell people. Uh, what is it? Extreme Elimination? Most Extreme Elimination Most Challenge, extreme elimination but MXC. MXC. Yeah. That's what it was. I won't, I won't pimp out any uh, uh-huh. apps. Oh, Voodoo. It's yeah. on Voodoo. Yeah. You can um, it's on Amazon. Yeah. Um, you can, but on Voodoo, if you subscribe to that, it's actually free. See, this, this is why we have Russ on. He has the information that people are looking for. Where do I find this? Where do, what's going on? V-U-D-U, uh, Voodoo. There we go. All right. Well, hey, just uh, use, uh, we'll go ahead, uh, we'll, we'll have uh, Russ's username and password under uh, this <laughs> in the description. Uh, you guys can go ahead and just watch as much as you want to. Uh, but anyway, um, all right. Well, hey, I really appreciate both of you guys coming on. Yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah. Thanks, All right. All right. Hey, uh, go ahead and uh, check us out every Thursday. I already, uh, did the Matt Taylor list. My mouth is working again. I'm no longer sweaty, and uh, I'm never going to have any of these atomic wings ever again. The other ones are good. The atomic ones are not good. Uh, but anyway, uh, check us out every Thursday. All right. Later, guys. Later, guys.